Tune in to Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Regina Johnson. Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational, motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina is passionate, tenacious, and relentless about helping others fulfill their destiny. Her goal is to bring a refreshing to someone's life. Join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Dial in to share your heart with Regina at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. And remember that Regina says... We all know you really haven't failed until you stop trying. I want to be to people what others have been to me. And so that's, that's really the purpose of Refresh. It's the end of the day for people to feel refreshed. So call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. You'll be blessed by her wisdom, strategies, and encouragement. That's Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Good afternoon. I'd like to welcome you to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, I am your host um, for this evening. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to give a quick shout out uh, to my girl, Princess Cooper. Thank you so much uh, for this wonderful opportunity, and uh, thank you just for being a friend. I appreciate that. Just love you so much down here in Texas. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to all of the other hosts that have been on the air and that will follow me uh, this evening. Have a great show, and give them what you got. Hey, look, today's show is going to be about being true to yourself. Um, It is uh, something that I feel very um, challenged by. I'll say that challenged by over the past uh, couple of years. Uh, And it seems like the older that I get, um, I'm becoming comfortable with being true to who I am on one side and then struggling with uh, being true to my dreams, my hopes, my visions, on the other side. And so I wonder if that's where you are uh, also today. Many times we say that we are true to ourselves, but we learn later on that we've not lived um, true to who we are, but true to the ideas and views and concepts of other people. And so today I want to talk to you about that and just kind of hit a few topics and being true uh, to our ourselves. And before we take off on like just true to my identity or true to my dreams or true to my own visions, I want to talk about getting lost. And I know that sounds uh, like kind of starting at the bottom and then working our way uh, back up. But I think in order for you to ever come to a place where you are true to who you are, you have to first realize that the form of you that you are showing, producing, to others, uh, if it is not really the true authentic form of you, that it is a place where you are lost of your true identity. And so I want to start right there, recognizing how do I know that I'm not even being true to me? Well, one of the ways that I've learned that 
uh, or have found that I can clearly see the areas where I've not been true to me is when I had to reshape my life and send it in another direction, uh, not because the direction I was going in was bad, but because um, I was working so hard to fit the image or the idea of what people thought that the person that I was to become or the person that uh, would gain success um, in a, a certain field, I, I took on a shape of the identity that they had shaped for me. Um, I can use one area of my life um, where I'm kind of just, uh, um, uh, I would say, in, uh, let's see, how can I put this <laughs> without it sounding like so crazy, but um, I I like being on the move. I, I like being around people who give off a lot of energy um, with doing um, things that challenge them from a creative aspect. And I can say that when I entered into ministry, uh, I brought all of that with me. I brought all of those passions. I brought all of that creativity. I brought it into um, that part of my life when I started. And what I noticed about me was that I allowed the identity of what people thought a pastor should look like, um, operate like, um, I allowed it to come in and shape me to the point to where I had lost my identity. Now, when I say that, I'm not talking about my identity in Christ. I'm talking about the identity of who God made me to be from my mother's womb, you know, how I operate, the things that I thought, how I, I felt. Now, some of those things will be, um, are naturally honed away, um, as you're being shaped in Christ, you know, you mature and, and things begin to, to take a new, a new form, but it should become a better form, a more uh, creative form of, of who you started out. It's not like you take a tree and turn it into a brick building. It doesn't work like that. You can't shift it completely from who it is in its DNA all the way to something completely different. And before I realized it, I had not only grown, you know, and, uh, you know, took on a shape of being a, a pastor, but I had lost all of the things that gave me the passion for people. Um, it was driven out of me because I placed myself, well, I think I thought, and that's something too that, that I want you to think about, that. Uh, one of the errors that I would say that I made was I dropped all of the people that kept me energized, um, that that I could have those conversations that I couldn't have with um, my parishioners. Um, I, I, I left all of that. Now, there were some arenas that definitely I had to, I had to um, shake myself free of. And there were individuals also that I couldn't, um, that even if I had not become a pastor, I probably would have had to at some point shift um, my life from that direction because it, um, it, wasn't, it just wasn't a healthy place. But I'm saying I um, felt like that 
the people that I was called to minister to that they deserved all of me. Well, the only person that deserved all of me, a being that deserved all of me, is my Heavenly Father, the very one who knew me, who created me, who shaped me and formed me and called me to be uh, who I am, not just a minister, but I mean, Regina, at the very core, the very essence of who I am, that is who I was called to be true to. And so when I began to uh, allow all of my energies and ideas and focus go to just the people, and I know that probably sounds maybe a little strange, probably some people are like, well, as a pastor, that's what you're supposed to do. No, as a pastor, we're called to pastor. Um uh, shepherds don't become sheep, you remain shepherds. And so there are other jobs that shepherds have to do. And if you become a sheep, you will lose why you were called to be a shepherd. And so all of the ideas on how to mend the fence and all the ideas of how to remain healthy and all the ideas of how to do uh, what what really ignited your passion towards people, if it only is focused on just being in the pen with the sheep, you lose um, the parts of you that were intended to be used to create a greater place. It's like when you take a man out of corporate or an individual out of corporate and they enter into um, the ministry, they don't lose that part of them. They take it and they bring it into and make the place, um, make um the ministry even greater because they know how to operate, you know, in, in the corporate field. It's the same thing for someone who is creative. You don't drop all of your creative sides off at the door and then come in and try to operate as if you were not formed like that. And so that was one of the mistakes that I made. I can use a creative eye to develop things that someone who's not creative, um, cannot see or or, or um, they won't view it or won't have the ideas for uh, those types of things. And that, that, um, that's exactly what I did. I hope that I'm making sense. It's like I left the very, uh, a part of me that was identified when I was a young girl, an area of my life of when I was a child and when I grew into it, it developed and became even greater. And then my call came through, which is really a great passion to follow, um, to follow the footsteps of my savior, uh, and to also, uh, love, uh, his people, his creation, and then to bring in the sides of me that, uh, he gave me that are only uniquely formed to me. When you drop off the parts of you that really are you, you really have lost your footing. And so I personally, I just got lost. I took on an image, an idea of what I thought was required to be uh, um, uh, a pastor, what was required to be in ministry. And I allowed the other areas of myself to just wither and die. When I did that, even though... I'm running the race, and I'm loving God's people, and I'm doing the call. 
um, the ministerial call. The other part that was Regina got lost. And before you know it, you start yearning for that part of you. And you're saying, well, what happened? I'm, I'm in the call. I'm doing what, what God wants me to do. And what happened is God never required for me to lose Regina. He, he, the, he, the call was for me to pick up the passion, uh, the greater passion, and then the part of me that he designed me to be in my call it was to come to a greater level of expansion. And so I was supposed to bring all of that into what God called me and to do a greater work. You cannot lose who you are. Um, I'm going to talk about that in, in uh, when we come back from break, because women, we do that uh, quite often. We will enter into a relationship and lose all of who we are. You find a man and you forget your girls. You find, you know, you, 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 you get a new boyfriend and we do it from a young age. I remember when I was in my sophomore year, no, 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 in my freshman year of college, I had my first real quote unquote boyfriend and had some really loyal girlfriends. And, um, man, when I got that boyfriend, my identity just swung around and I lost all who Regina was. And now I am this guy's and his name was Derek. And I lost, I became Derek's girlfriend and just dropped my girls off, you know, to the side. You lose all of who you are and be true to you and, and be true to someone else or another concept or, or another idea. Um, and 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 push all of you to the side. It just won't work. The best relationships, the best, uh, uh, um, uh, the best, I guess, um, person that you'll ever be is and and successful individual is when you can be true to you. They'll become places even when you enter into the workforce that you gotta be true to who you are. Or you will take on a whole new identity, and before you know it, you'll be caught up in something uh, that you never intended to happen, uh, and and lose all of you. And in many times doing that, we lose our jobs, we lose our relationships, we lose ourselves. Uh, I want to talk a little more in depth about that when we come back, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Refresh. I'm Regina Johnson, your host. Spreading the word of the Lord through music ministry on Gospel 107. We're live on NHISG 101.1 every Sunday. Gospel music from legends Lee Williams, Rance Allen, and Shirley Caesar. Join us for Sunday service delivered by Pastor Regina Johnson, Pastor Russell Moore, and Pastor Johnny Ray Noble. Bible study with Pastor Aaron B. Williams. And Christian Talk Radio with Pastor Annetta Watson, Pastor Annie Sally. Pastor Warren Sally and Benita Coney. Gospel 107, every Sunday on Never Had It So Good, 101.1. Never Had It So Good, 101.1 is proud to have talk radio on their platform, like Pastor Regina Johnson, Refresh Radio, James Deshay, Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, Daquan King, Revive Radio, Warren Sally, 
with Man Cave Radio. Sky Wonders with Unmuted, your voice matters. Wake Up Call Radio with Pastors Warren and Annie Sally. Peace Within Radio with Henry Washington. The Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams. Dig Radio with Pastor Annette Watson. Crazy Sports Mom with Doresa Anderson. Been there, done that with Cindy Smith. Pave your way to success with Rudy and Michelle Govan. Spiritually reincarnated with Gilbert Sines. In times like these with Benita Coney. Sports Talk Atlanta with Matt D and Travis McGee. Sports Talk Carolina with Andre White and Neek Emerson. Sports Talk Money Podcast with Elliot Johnson. Power 803 with Reverend John Robinson. Totally Healed Radio with Angel Anderson. Bless This House Gospel House with Bishop Timothy Henderson. And It's a Way Out and a Way to Stay Out with Marlon Reed. I'm talking about absolutely the best talk show host in the country right here. On Never Had It So Good, 101.1, the world's radio station. Hey guys, this is Regina Johnson. I'm your host, Too Fresh. Uh, And we are uh, discussing the day. Uh, being true to yourself. I was talking about um, before the break about getting lost in your identity to where you began to shape shape a new form of who others uh, desire for you to be. And I was uh, sharing with, uh, I'm in ministry, and so how I lost all of my creative side when I entered into mission. Now, when I say creative side, I am a um, professional choreographer by trade, um, and so I dance. Um, I uh, do several other things, uh, and so as I grew older in ministry, all of those things kind of went to the wayside. Now, um, I don't believe that it was necessary for all of it to go away, but because I had this image in my mind of what it looked like to be uh, a minister, I began to drop certain things, and I can't, I know for a fact that it was not God that did that. I just became so consumed in building this image of what I thought it looked like to be in ministry that I dropped those areas of how God designed me and called me. Now, that's one thing that I have to kind of go back and reiterate on. When God called me, he knew exactly who he designed me to be uh, before I was called to be a minister. So I don't think that he would give me these creative gifts and then tell me to abandon them. Maybe they have to be reshaped, rehomed, you know, for a new work, but not forgotten. We do that. And not only just do ministers do it, not only just do, you know, people who are called you know, to do work inside of the church. But what we do is we forget our strong um, areas of our lives, the, the creative areas of our lives, the, the whatever the passions are. And you see it no matter what the workforce is, whatever uh, we're doing that is under the heading of our, you know, to build our livelihood, many times that creative side of us, it gets dropped. And, uh, and and I've heard people, actually, I saw this great article a couple of years ago where they said that, you know, they, they talked about people's side hustles. 
you, you, you know what that side hustle is like. You, you have your real job, then you go do this other job to kind of help you uh, to get through. You know, maybe your your real job either is your passion or your real job is the money maker, and your side hustle hustle is what you really like to do. And that's what the article was about. It was talking about the side hustle, and actually, what it was it was like doctors who had a side hustle of being a uh, being a photographer, or you had like this great the CEO who is over here, you know, running like this Fortune 500 company, and he's over here, you know, developing recipes because his passion is cooking, you know, or baking or whatever. And 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 that's what I'm talking about. When we're not true to ourselves. And we're, we're, we're true to what the world says that we need to be, we have to be, you know, in order for me to live in this neighborhood. Yes, it might require me making over 150 grand, you know, a year, 250, you know, a year, a million, you know, plus, you know, uh, in a year to live in that community. But let me, let me just say this. That will only keep you happy for a while. I know somebody saying, no, that will keep me happy for a long time. Uh, I beg to differ. It is, I've tried it on both sides. I, I don't want to be broke, you know, where I can't obey my life. But I don't want to be consumed in something. And I've left all of me somewhere else on a city park bench, you know, wishing and dreaming for all of the creativeness that God placed on the inside of me because I'm so true to this, this, um, this company. I'm so loyal to this company. I'm so that I have left off the very best of me. When I go back and I grab hold of and I'm true to who I am, then there's where my, that's where my joy is. Uh, that's where my victory comes from. That's why you see people trying to live those those two lives, you know, or, or trying to draw it in. And maybe you can do both. Maybe you can do, you know, your corporate by day and your, your side hustle by night. But what I'm saying is don't leave you off. Don't leave the real part of you off. Because when you do, you'll find yourself longing. You will become thirsty for who you were. Or maybe, let me back that up. Not who you were, but who you are. Who you are. And let me ask you that question. Have you lost your true identity? Is life fun? Uh, does it, do you feel like the joy of waking up in the morning and just saying, man, hello world, I'm here. What what can I get into today? And I don't mean like get into something horrible. What can I what can I be a part of that makes a difference? What can I do today that stirs my interest? What can I do to make a difference? You say, Well, that's what happens, you know, like I'm making a difference in my in my kids' lives and I'm making a difference in my you know, in 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 my corporate job. And maybe you are. But are you true to yourself there? I'm not saying that you can't do it. By all means, I do not want everybody to leave the corporate world and go and start, like, picking flowers and, and, and making pottery. That's not going to work. But what I'm saying is that while you're there, if you're called, because I believe that there are people that are called to be in the corporate arena. I do. I really do. And I, I know that portions of my life is, is in that arena, you know, but not all of me. 
I, I know not all of them. I could just run around and just dance all day, you know, um, and just try out for plays and, you know, things like that. When I know there's a call on, on my life to be, um, to be, um, uh, to be in ministry, but you know what? I have a very um, a new friend. I would say she's a new friend, and not just a friend, but she's a part of our family. And I just uh, about a week ago, I sent her a text, and I told her, like, really, just um, and these are not my exact words, but I just shared with her to never let anybody put her in the box. Uh, I went to see a play that she was in, and another. Uh, family member, two of them were in these uh, in a play, and I tell you what, she is a smart girl. She could easily enter into, like, the corporate arena. She's an incredible uh, editor uh, for uh, a magazine. Uh, she's, she's awesome, but she's an actress, uh, actor. I heard someone say they don't call males, you know, they don't set it up, so you're either actor or you're not. So she's an actor, and uh and, and amazing. And so I said, you know what? Don't. I, and it was just like I said, it was refreshing to watch because she tapped into a whole another side of herself that she never knew was there. She went and auditioned for this play and just came out and was just did an incredible job and recently auditioned for another one and got the part that she was after. And so when I watched her, I was just watching and I'm like going, oh my goodness. Where did I leave the other part of me? I'm sitting there looking at the performance, and I'm just, it's like you could breathe. And so I've been feeling that and and been challenged with holding my position for a long time, you know. And when I say hold my position, it's like, you know, I'm, I know how to be Pastor Regina. I, I know how to love God's people. I know how to do that. But when I'm lying in bed, excuse me, <clears throat> when I'm lying in bed uh, and I'm thinking of whole full-fledged production, like even before I saw the play, I mean, that's just part of the thing, like in my mind, like I'm putting together the whole show in my mind, intros, outros, music, you know, all those <laughs> types of things. What will this production speak? What does it say? And it's not just me. It's God tapping into the side of his daughter that he created her to be along with uh, sharing the gospel, you know, here and abroad. It's like when I leave that side of me up, a part of me uh, is empty. Because you can't just answer everyone else's needs too. You have to answer the part of you that causes you to breathe. The part of you that makes you wake up in the morning. The love of God wakes me up in the morning. His mercies are new for me every morning. And then he wants me to take all of the little Regina that he created me to be and throw it on the table. And he does something incredible out of it. You have to come true to yourself. That's why, like a lot of in marriages, people become frustrated in their relationships because they lose their identity. You hear women all the time, and then it's like, or not all the time, but quite often we have heard this, to where women and men, you, your identity becomes your mate's identity, and then you lose all of you. You work hard to put them through college. You work hard to, to get them um, solidified in their careers, 
and then they become the best form of themselves. And then they pack their bags one day and walk off and just leave. And then you're standing there because you put all of you on the shelf somewhere. You don't even know how to operate as you. you. You've moved out of even the time frame in which the best of you could be utilized, and now you're bitter. And you're over here working at McDonald's, Matt, giving me cold hamburgers because you have no passion for being in there because that's not who you are. You give it all away. I I am full-fledged into uh, um, uh, supporting. I remember a season in my life I was going crazy, but I'm so grateful. My husband, I remember specifically, the Lord told me, he said, this is going to be your shelf season. And I'm like, shelf season? What in the world? And what he was saying was, in this season, it's your season to help your husband to, to, to promote, to elevate. Well, what he was saying, well, he didn't say, I'm, this is going to be a season, I'm going to do away with you, and we're going to build Joe, and you'll never have an identity. No. He said, you've been getting all of the attention. Amen. <laughs> right, uh, you know, spotlight's been on you, you know, and so it's like, um, you know, now I need for you to take all of that, and I need for you to help him to get to his best place. And I was going, well, I don't know anything about doing his thing. And the Lord said, no, I want you to do the things that you know how to do to help him to be able to to step into his best place. Now, he wasn't requiring me to lose me. He was saying, I want you to invest in him. And so for a season there, I was going crazy. I was going crazy being, you know, uh, yeah, being a wife, doing things as a wife. That I mean, it was beyond my pay grade. I'm telling you now. Some of my sisters, you are created. You can cook. Oh my gosh! Like next level. And you know, go to your house. Your home is like absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, you have like not only a green thumb, but you have a green index finger, pinky finger, middle finger. You got all of it's green. Your grass is beautiful. Your flowers are amazing. They're blooming even in the winter time. I mean, you know. And, and so when the Lord says that to me, I'm like, oh, uh, I, I don't even know how to make a good crease when we're talking about ironing. And thank goodness that we're in an era where, you know, you can just kind of throw it in the dryer and just pop it out real fast, you know. But, um, but when he said for me to do that, I didn't know how to do any of those things. And then my husband had like some pieces to like his gear that had to be, you know, shined and brassy and all this kind of stuff. And he wasn't in the military. Because <laughs> I know that sounds like military. But, but uh, and I'm just like going, I don't even know how to do this. So what I did was I had him to show me how so that I could help, so that I could play a part, so that I could, you know, invest. And, uh, and it was crazy because uh, I did. And then once he started moving, God started calling me back out again. Well, then when I came into all of me, uh, you know, all of my, uh, the greater portion, I'll say, of my call in ministry, I just kind of shook off. I shook off, like, you know, uh, doing any forms of choreography if it wasn't there, like, you know, in the church. I, I didn't have any other outlet. I was just doing that. And I live my life for other people. I can't even say that all of that belonged to God. I want to ask you a question before we um, get ready to go on break. Like, what is it that you have given away parts of you that never was required? I think it's important that we go back and that we be true to who we are really designed to be. 
I think that your children benefit from it. Your marriage will benefit from it. Your coworkers will benefit from it. If you're in ministry, your ministry will benefit from it. I don't think God ever required you to give up you. Now, I'm not talking about the sin you, the, the non-committed you. You know, I have to be plain on things like that because there's something. You're absolutely right. I am coming out of the ministry. I'm coming out of the workforce. I'm leaving corporate right now, today. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when you went in there, it wasn't required that you forgot that, that, that kid that grew up in the hood. You got me? Uh, it, it, it didn't require you forgetting that there were some kids like you that didn't have clothing for school. And now you're selfish and you're ungrateful and, and, and you think only about yourself. He, he never meant for you. Yes, I know now that um, that you are, you know, you, your desk is in the corner, you know, of the building on the on the 20th floor and you have the greatest view and all you do is sign documents, but you have a very creative nature. And yes, there are people hired in, in, in the design department, but it didn't mean that you can never visit down there and, and kind of run your ideas and have, you know, just kind of breathe again. And, and maybe you can highlight some things that, that they, it didn't mean that you can never, ever, you know, do those things. Yes. You have a company, you know, and yes, you might, might maybe you're retired dancer, you know, it doesn't mean you don't ever show up at the studio and, and breathe life again. Those are the parts of you that along with the best part of the packet. It's, it's the best part of the packet. And so when you're not true to you, you, you were never meant to leave, you know, the medical field and, and just, you know, rock kid babies on your, your knee and never, ever encounter those areas. If that was your passion, you grew up thinking, I want to be a doctor, breathing, a doctor, loving. You can't take your face out of the journals, you know, just anytime something is published, you never, there is a part of you that is a mother and a part of you that is a doctor doctor, a physician, find where that part and those passions are. Maybe you just can write about it. I don't know how you enter back in, but can I just speak to somebody? Be true to who God designed you to be. Hey, look, this is Regina. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Refresh, and uh, we'll be back in a moment. Be true to you. Think about it. Yeah. 
had you in my heart, but I guess I relax Like I'm living for the wrong reasons Through the seasons, trying to fall for you But then they put me on blast It's like I try to speak my mind because I know that I'm his And yep, I try to speak my mind But it don't fly with them kids Man, if I'm not talking about the newest Nikes or releases They put the mute on me I can't speak about my Jesus like I'm living for him I'm slipping this in I turn around and make the amends I try to fit in I mess it up and stumble again I'm taking this pen and writing everything So I remember just how sweet that it is Yeah, man, I got issues I can't even lie My only saving grace is knowing I got you inside I'm done with saving face I don't got a thing to hide So don't leave me alone Keep coming day and night Hey guys, this is Regina. You're listening to Refresh. Uh, we're here at the second uh, uh, part of the show, actually, on our our um, final stretch. Uh, if you've been plugged in before the break, we are listening. Uh, <laughs> she picked up the <laughs> she picked up the water. Uh, my producer uh, picked up the water. <laughs> like, like was like her whole face was like in the cup. I'm like uh, 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 just confused. Hey, look, guys. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I am back. Anyway, about the show today is about being true to yourself. So if you were with us before the break, uh, that's exactly what we were talking about. And so forgive me for that couple of moments of like, uh, what is that? But I mean, literally, she was trying to get that all of that out of that glass. I mean, whole head in it. She was being true, true to herself. <laughs> she was being true to herself. She wasn't holding anything back. Sidebar. If you're ever on a date, don't stick your whole head in the cup, okay? You don't have to be that true, all right? It's just some stuff that we don't have to be true to ourselves, okay? All right? <clears throat> anyway, all right, so getting back to that, being true to ourselves. Don't lose who you were really created to be. Let's let's jump to a couple of other things in that. True to your identity. Um, you know, a lot of times we lose footing uh, of who we are. I'm not even talking about what we do, but we lose footing as women. We began to shift and we began to change. And, and I'm learning as I grow older, I'm in my, um, I'm in my early twenties. That's not true. Okay. All right. I'm in my, my mid to the latter part of my, <laughs> to my fifties, but there's a new, uh, image of what fifties and sixties look like. And so if you were a woman that was always concerned about the way that your body looked, you have people that will circle around you and say, girl, nobody can have a 15-year-old body. No one needs to look like you're 20 years old. No one needs to. But if that was your goal, always, if you were a woman who was a part of fitness and you made sure, you know, you were on those measurements, maybe you were, (laughs) it wasn't a balanced way. I remember that when I was younger, I was taking measurements of everything all the time. Now that 
was on the opposite side of identity, out of balance. I was in that because all of my identity went to how I look problem. That's a big problem. What I'm saying is, is that if you are a person that you have always been very meticulous about the way that you look, the way you were built, don't lose your identity. Let me tell you one of the hardest things it is for a woman uh, to regain is if you are a woman who was a person that was on top of your game. Are you listening? You were on top of the game. It mattered to you how your feet looked, how your hands looked, how your hair looked, how your makeup. You you were one of those sisters. You were not going to the mailbox with a bonnet on. It's not going to happen. Uh, you were not going to the grocery store with house she's on. Uh, I was born in a generation. We did not go to the store with pajamas on. It just did not happen. Uh, you know, you're just that cute girl all the time. And then you start adding one child, two children, three, four. You were mean and you had six children, all right? That becomes, uh, you, you can get lost in that. Excuse me. <clears throat> you can get lost in that. The next thing you know, all your focus is on making sure that your children are, are squared away, which is important. You can't be a shark mom and got your kids looking all kinds. Well, that's not cool either. So everybody's in shock you're, and you're looking the worst. That's not what was required of you. It was never required of you to lose your identity in that. And that's, uh, that's one of the places where it really breaks my heart when you see people not true to themselves is that a woman that was always fit and she always had herself together, and I can relate to that, um, that I gained uh, a lot of weight over the past, I would say really over the past you know, couple of years, and just finally, well, I can't even say a couple of years, I've been kind of doing the seesaw thing up and down. Well, I would say more uh, for the past, you know, I would say eight years, you know, just kind of up and down, up and down, up and down, you know, looking good, follow off, you know, uh, lose weight, gain weight, you know, it's kind of this thing, depending on what's going on in my life. Well, what I've noticed is, is that with myself too, that if you weren't a person that really spent, if you spent most of your life in shape, uh, you know, it's hard for you to to be out of shape and then pull it back together. And so what happens is, and my sister was going through this, very thin girl, she's thin and tall, and so she had her first child and she gained a lot of weight and was able to get a lot of that off, but not all of that off. Um, when it was when she had her second child, she gained even more weight. And when it was time to lose the weight, she couldn't get it off. She didn't know how. That was my deal, too. I had been thin and in shape and fit that I didn't even know how to lose it. I didn't know how to get it off. So what I did was I started settling for not quite where I was, but just somewhere in the middle of there. That is one of the first steps of losing your identity. You should never settle for being halfway there. My excuse was that with my last child, I had her, you know, when most people are stopping or a lot of you were having grandbabies at the time when I was having my last one, which was at the age of 42. Now, somebody would say, shoot, I'm grown. And when I was 42, I wish that was my story. I am 57 years old and my youngest is 15. Yes, feel my struggle. So, so I mean, it's a joy. It's truly a blessing. But, you know, it's like you got to stay on top of your game. Do you want to go to her 
sporting events, and my husband and I, we used to laugh, and we'd say, we'll probably show up there, and they'll think, we're the grandparents. We'll think, they'll be thinking, oh, that's your grandparents? No, that's my mom. That's my mother and my father. Well, she has older siblings, of course, that are in their 30s, <clears throat> but still, I have this young, you know, I got this young, you know, little young child, so after her, I had to have a C-section. So what is our excuse, ladies, when we say we had a C-section? My stomach will never, ever be as tight and fit as it was. No, that's an excuse. It can be. Yes, they cut through the muscles. Yes, there you are prone to have uh, a little more flab there. But the thinner we get, the flatter the stomach will go. The more you do the exercises, you can trim it up. You don't settle for it just being flat. It's kind of like shooting for the stars. If you shoot for the stars, you're going to come down with something. You might not grab us, all the stars, but come on now. Uh, or shoot for the moon, you might come down with a couple of stars, right? That's what you have to do when we look at ourselves. Uh, we have to say, you know what? No, yeah, it's going to be hard, but I'm going there. I was laughing a couple of weeks ago. I had, uh, there was a couple of the guys uh, from our church, they were talking about, man, I would never do any surgery or I would never do you know this or I never would do that and uh, you know what um, if you are completely unhappy hey you want to nip and tuck I'm one of those sisters say you know what be healthy about it uh, if you are, are not showing in area, other areas of your life and that's something that you want to do to tweak because as we grow older there are things that happen you know they just kind of it just it goes it goes what do they say it goes south north it goes in another direction. North is up, so yeah, it must go south. <laughs> Down, you know, gravity has uh, plays a major role in like every part of us, you know. And so, no, you're not going to be 50 and look like you're 20, but dad, you can look, you could be 50 and make them keep them guessing. Like, really, how old are you? What, you know, man, you look great. I know you can't be because your children look like you are the age that I think you are, but. You know, it's like, go for it. In that, and, and that's if you're true. Now, if you're a person you never care and it still doesn't matter to you, then, you know, do you. But if you are and you've lost your foot, then go back and get you. Don't settle for it. Don't just sit on the couch and eat bonbons and just get bigger and say, you know what, hey, that, it, it is. It is. It is what it is, you know. Uh, I am older, and that's what we do. We start saying, you know, I'm older. I can't do all that stuff. I can't be all that. No, be true to you. Or I can go back to that for, from a career standpoint. You say, you know what? I've missed it now. Really? You're not in the grave. I I was listening to someone make comments about, I've, I've been seeing these ads lately about um, seniors going back to college or seniors going back and getting, you know, uh, there are high school diplomas, and and of course it's a younger generation. They're laughing like, and what are you gonna do? You know, in your fifties with your degree now, what are you gonna do? You know, you're sixty, seventy. You know what it's about? It's about setting a goal. It's about finishing a race. It's not even really about career. It is about being true to you. Somewhere along the way, raising you, they dropped out of school. Making sure you had clothes, you got the car, you had the career, they gave up. And so they went back. If that's you, go back and get it. Be true to you. Don't leave this earth without your doctors. Don't leave this earth without your master's. Don't leave this earth without your high school diploma. Don't do it. Be true to who you are. 
laughing. I've heard people, you know, cracking jokes. Oh, they're both in their 80s and they're getting married. Why in the world would you get married? You've always desired to be married. You've spent most of your life single. There's someone that wants to hold your hand at the end of your life. And, and I mean, just there, even if it's weeks, if it's months, if it's days, do it. If you get married and die that evening, <laughs> and that's what you wanted for four or five hours of your day, you lived your dream. Four or five hours of that day, you lived your dream. I have this thing, it's called, it's called flight time. I believe that it was God that showed it to me. And he was like saying, you know, when you just do it, everybody has the opportunity to soar. But it, the, but when you choose to take flight, determines how much flight time you actually get. If you run towards your dreams and capture them, and you live in them, and when you're younger, you get more flight time. If you grab hold of your dreams and you live in them, when you are older, you still get flight time. Just less time. Just less time. It doesn't mean even if you just soar for a day. I remember uh, my uncle was called to the ministry and just never yielded to it. Well, he um, died from a uh, incurable disease. He preached his first and last sermon probably two weeks before he died. But he stood behind the pulpit and he did what God had called him to do. It's like time. And so I just want to, um, I want to encourage you today to be true to who you really are. Don't compromise. Don't be shaped into something uh, by someone else or by society when you know that that is not who you are. I used to have this thing that I would say, and, uh, you know, that there's a game to be played, and you got to know how the game operates. You got to know how it it moves. You know, you got, you know, if, if the game requires this, then that's what you do to play the game. But as I've grown older, you know, I know that there is a game many times to be played in order to enter into certain places. You can't just bring all of you and put all of you on the table for everybody to see. No, you can't do that at, in you can't do that in all, at all. I mean, in all places, there's a time and a place for it. Uh, but in playing the game, if it requires you being untrue to you, who you are, your identity, for the rest of your life, then don't play the game. Don't, don't play the game. If you're playing the game to get through the door so that you can introduce the reality, the truths of how things can be done, but then get in there, and it becomes just about money. That's a problem. If if you, you if you are know that you are you have this assignment to shift the lives of entire communities and 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 the lives of generations. But when you get there, you are unloyal to the vision because it's just taking care of you for your four and no more. Then you know what? Don't do it and lose all of who you are. Stick to your true identity. There's nothing sadder than someone growing old and they have lived a life that was never their life to live. Never their life to live. We allow in society, we allow the zeros behind the original number to predicate what we're going to do. 
and how we're going to do it. I had someone make a statement to me, my youngest son, he's starting to model and, um, you know, follow me on uh, Instagram. Uh, and so uh, it, it's absolutely, it's crazy. You'll know it's me. I got a, got a baseball cap on. And, um, and so someone said, but what if he was offered this amount of money? Our goal for him uh, modeling and his too is that my youngest son is autistic, uh, very creative, very uh, handsome, beautiful young man uh, who people tried to put limits on. But because of who he is, we fought for his difference. And, uh, and so our goal in this is to open up doors for others. Now, what if he starts getting these great other opportunities to be able to model, which is the goal, you know, on like this great level, we forget the reason why we're doing it. Then we get on true. If it's just for him to get this great house and him to have the fancy car and the chauffeur and all of that and forget all of the ones that we're doing this for, then we're not being true to us. Hey, look, I'm at the end of the show, but I just want to say this in closing. You were never meant to get married and lose you. You were never meant to enter into corporate and lose you. You were never meant to enter into a job or a fixed situation, a relationship, and lose all of you. If something that you are involved in is requiring you to give up all of who you are, that's the wrong place. It's the wrong thing. And so today I want to encourage you. Be true to who you are. You can only be the best when you're all of you. So I want to challenge you today. Go back and grab up the pieces that you threw to the side. Pick them up and run with them. And be true. Be true to yourself. Hey, look, this is Regina. Uh, and uh, you've been listening to Refresh. Um, you guys join me again on next week. And... Uh, I'll check in to see how true you are to yourself. Talk to you next week. You've been listening to Refresh. Have a good one.